Welcome everybody to Wrestling Is Cool, the coolest wrestling podcast on the planet. I'm sick. That's Sancho West. We just came back from TwitchCon. How are you, buddy? Dude, meeting you for the first time, no one told me that you're a barrel of a man. I'm a you're like yeah, the, I'm a donkey Kong. Sheet, dude, you are totally. I wanted to give you the Iron Sheet Club. And I just wanted to see you do that thing with it, dude. Because you could I totally believe you can. I mean, I'm not a small guy. I mean, I'm 5'10", but I'm, I'm, I I got like a wide frame. Yeah, yeah, you, you got arm. the weird orangutan arms. Like you, you're just yeah. going, you, I saw you through the Twitch party, just walking around and your, your palms just dragging on the floor with your long ass arms that oh, you yeah, got I over do. there. I know, I do. But uh, yeah, it was great meeting you, man. It was great meeting Wheezy Blonde as well. Uh, she really had to tell both of us that she has her sign in one of the biggest moments ever in wrestling history with The Rock coming back. And uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, well, 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 you know what? Fine. All right, we'll give her the rub. Wheezy Blonde, go check her out. Go fuck. Yeah, she's 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 acceptable. She is fine. Uh, but did you have a good time at TwitchCon? I had a great time in TwitchCon. You're working um, though. That's the one thing about it is I'm always working throughout the entire days of the weekend. I only had one day off, which I did my uh, my own panel of parenting and streaming and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I always have a great time. I liked Vegas, but the problem as someone that goes to quickly aside is that with TwitchCons. It was too spread out. Everyone was everywhere. Like, and usually in San Diego, everyone's usually goes into one place and you could kind of meet up very easy. But man, I was like trying to meet up somebody. They're like, yeah, I'm at Caesar's Palace. And I was like, well, I'm at the link. And it's just, it sucked. it's I, hard. I'm with yeah. you. I did not like Vegas because uh, San Diego, beautiful city. I fell in love with that city at last year's TwitchCon. It's like one strip, you know, like yep. maybe like the half a mile long. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a nice, cool little district, super hip place where, you know, if there's a get together happening in one bar, the other get together is literally happening across the street or next door. Meanwhile, with Vegas, like, yeah, it was either a long trek of walking and doing that mm -hmm. in like the Vegas heat sucked or mm -hmm. uh, getting in an Uber, which was impossible. All right. So Twitch, don't do this in Vegas, please. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But there was a wrestling panel that I was a part of, and that was cool. I heard about it. I, I was definitely wanted to be a part of it, but I was working that same time on Sunday. But man, tell me about it, dude. What an electric and also it was definitely one of you a gross Mark jabronis that shook my hand and gave me a hug that got me sick. So the thank old, you for that. The old chocolate pretzel, huh? You know, I'm sorry. You're going to need to explain that one. You know what? Yeah, you're going to need to explain the, the old chocolate uh, pretzel. I'm not going to. Someone in the comments down below explain the chocolate pretzel. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm concerned now, so I'll have to look that up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, everybody that came out to the panel, uh, there were like 25 people in the audience. You guys felt like 200 with how loud you were, uh, how many questions were asked. No one on the panel could say the word yeah by accident because then the entire room would just break out into LA night. Yes. One guy before his question says, okay, so what do you want to talk about? I'm like, ah, it's good. So many cool, like wrestling inside jokes. It's just a, a, a cool community meetup of wrestling fans. I was going to say, I did have a meeting with Twitch about having access to more WWE stuff. Like if we have the ability to actually have the product on stream, just like we had Thursday Night Football at one time. We were actually had the NFL games. They would have a bigger audience. WWE would have a bigger audience because WWE is trying to do its own thing. 
and they have the pre-shows usually for the poes they have the pre-shows on twitch if you don't know mm -hmm. it's just not working so just give the power the, the content to the people who made the content at a high level and let us stream your your mondays and, th and thursday night whatever you have or even just nxt just give us that we would do some great things with that. Yeah, I, th I think if they gave us NXT as a pilot program, yep. um, they we would knock it out of the water as a community. I, I, I mean, nope. like, it can't hurt. It really, nope. it, it can only do wonders, especially for NXT. You know, obviously, like a PLE or something. I get it. You know, you're trying to get yep. subscriptions over to Peacock. Totally understandable. But something like NXT, you know, like, it's not your flagship show. That, like, we can get eyeballs on that that aren't already there. You know, like, mm -hmm. I feel like, Dynamite in, in Collision missing a giant opportunity to jump in on this bandwagon and beat the WWE to it. I don't I, I really see no reason as to why AEW isn't leaning into content creators and, and taking advantage of them and taking advantage of their audiences. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little bit more understanding of WWE, right? right. Like they, they, they've right. got, you know, they're the, they're old they're school. The, yeah, they're, they're old yeah. school. They're the big dog in the yard. I get it. But AEW, you should be doing some guerrilla warfare. Impact, Impact is on Twitch sometimes. Impact has yeah. its own run. And there's a GCW as well. TNA. TNA. We've got a whole slate of, of topics here, but how do you feel about the return of uh, the return to greatness back to TNA? I, I mean, I'm the kind of guy that really didn't watch a lot of TNA mm -hmm. uh, during the AJ Styles or even okay. the Hogan eras. Um, I've seen lots of Jay Lethal. I mean, great stuff from Jay yeah. Lethal, right? <laughs> Especially with Flair. Uh, the only thing I remember from TNA the most was that six-sided ring. And I really hope that they bring that back, but I heard they're not going to bring it back. It's a great brand. I remember they had its own video games. If you, if you got yeah. to a video game status, did. it should be kept, that brand should be kept going in to total nonstop action. I'm glad it's coming back. It just knew what it needs. It needs talent to be able to like push it forward into the lexicon, the back into the fold of wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I think the that the talent is is getting there, but I think that they just need to continue to get more and more popular. Uh, the one thing I do uh, that I've been liking more about Impact than AEW is that Impact has weirdly not necessarily that they have like their own performance center but it feels like they have more homegrown talent because they're they're relying mostly on people from the independents as opposed to aew that is a lot of former wwe guys because that was one of my big gripes with old school impact old tna that it, it did become the ex wwe show right and mm -hmm. that's that to me is where aew is going because uh, when i look at aew i'm always sifting through to find like the awesome aew originals like i love the ricky starks i love the mjfs of the world uh hikaru shida is great but it seems like every week it's like ex wwe guys seem to be taking the spotlight or, week after week yeah. or uh, new japan you know someone yeah. from across the sea just somebody just to yeah, i mean we could talk about aw we talked about it earlier before how it had a major it did not win that tuesday night war mm -mm. so i mean I'm not here to kick AEW down. I am they're, not just kidding. <laughs> they're, they're, they're losing stars, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, it, we, we will definitely be talking about that later. Did you get a chance to watch Will Ospreay versus Speedball Mike Bailey or watch any clips of it? 
No, I had not. I have seen Will Ospreay wrestle in person in Tokyo. That was okay. amazing. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I've... Just to give you, like, I still got cred. I just didn't watch him Sure, today. sure. I'm just going to highly recommend this match. That's all, all where I was going. If you haven't been able to watch any of TNA's most recent Bound for Glory show, at the very minimum, I think you should do yourself a favor and watch the fantastic match that was Will Ospreay versus Speedball it, Mike Bailey. It was fantastic. Him. That hidden blade move is gnarly. Man. It's so good, it man. It is gnarly. It's it looks, so it good. Looks brutal, and it's probably really safe. I'm sure it, it is. To, yeah, it has to be. Uh, Granted, yeah. it's it's elbow to the back of the head, so <laughs> I don't know how safe it is. You, would you like to see Will Ospreay in the WWE? He becomes a free agent in, I, in February. Yes. I heard that he was actually trying to sign with a better agency to get him in a prime position for his new uh, free agent run, so to speak. I like Will Ospreay. I think young Will Ospreay wouldn't fit in the uh, WWE style, but I think he could definitely conf like configure his current style much better into that WWE style. Kind of reminds me of a Shinsuke Nakamura strong style, a little bit of high flying more than Nakamura. Uh, definitely has the size. Mm -hmm. The only question is, how is WWE going to book him? Like he could be, he could be great anywhere. You could be great anywhere, actually, but will the WWE properly book you and give you that proper respect? I think Triple H will do a better job than any other past New Japan. Um, the closest they would say is if he gets an AJ Styles push, I think he could definitely handle it. Um, he's great on the mic as well. He would be, he would be like, what's the word I'm looking for? He would definitely savor or, or like quench the thirst that I have for Kenny Omega and WWE. He'd be that kind of like I'm with I want, you. you know, yeah, yeah, like I want Omega, but he would get he'll be he's not Omega light. I'm just saying he would give he would be satisfied that want to have someone of that stature in the WWE who could put on a workhorse type of schedule, who could put on main event quality matches that Dave Metzer likes. Yeah. Right. He could put on he could put on those quality matches. The but the only thing is, will he have that? bravado and power in the promos is always a question for WWE. That's the only thing that separates a great superstar from a WWE superstar is can they put the promo and the story work behind their work in the ring? And it has to be a, a, the WWE style, right? Because right, you can be amazing I mean. in the ring and in the in, in in promos in the independents or in other organizations, but it's just different in the WWE, right? Because mm -hmm. now you're you're you aren't just playing to your character; you are playing to a massive audience at home. You are in a t a giant TV production, and that really does change things quite a bit in terms of like cadence, pacing, what you can say, what you cannot say, what kind of moves you're allowed to do. Because has Tiger Driver nine that take that out of there he's not going to be allowed to do that i wouldn't be surprised if they change his hidden blade to to a hidden blade to the front as opposed to to the back of the head so there there's there's going to be the wwe effectification of will osprey at some point and people are just going to need to deal with it if it happens look aside what do you think's the most done wwe finisher as a kid when i was growing up we always did the rock bottom. That was the mm. go-to move. We always did that in the bed. Bang, rock bottom. What would you say is the top WWE? Because like you can't do the hidden blade. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's what I'm uh, trying to say. 
I think, well, it, it kind of depends, like, on on a human. I think it was yeah. always the walls of Jericho for me. It was just so easy to, like, lift legs up, right? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was, within my group of friends, it was always the the uh, the, walls. the walls of Jericho. With a pillow, I, I was always, like, an F5 guy. But, again, I was uh, I was a kid during the the yeah. the Ruthless Aggression era years. So that, that, was, that was my go-to. I was never, I wasn't F5ing my friends, though. It probably be an RKO though. The more I think about it, definitely the RKO out of nowhere is the top mimic. I'm finisher. sure it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, it, I, in RKOs into pools at this point, I think I see them yeah. anytime I go to like a water park or something. I because I don't think anyone's doing crossroads though. I, and I'm not, or, or even the uh, whatever LA Knights thing's called. <laughs> yeah, you don't even know what it's called. You don't even know what it's called. My God, you're trying. Your gimmick is the is the LA Knight Glazer. You're supposed to be running the donut shop and, and glazing LA Knight, and you don't even know his finisher name. You know what it should be called? The Knighthood. The Knighthood. It looks like he's putting a hood on you. You know, bang. You know. Okay. Come out of dude. What if he is WWE's <laughs> WrestleMania moment? Is him coming out in a night outfit. His logo looks like a trash can. Every time I see it, it looks like a trash can. Like, you ever <laughs> thought about it? Like, in the yeah, back. Yeah, it does. It, it does. Like a giant trash can. And I'm like, okay, what are you going to drop the night in your logo? Like, it's not, he's not, it's not on, he's not on t shirts. He has the LA, you know, that's on t shirts, but not the night part of it. I'm getting ahead of myself, but. This man's yeah. trying to hijack this podcast and trying to turn it into a, an LA Night rebranding episode. Why? I gotta get it in. I gotta get it oh in. Oh my I, goodness! Thumbnail doesn't show it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, we, I'm sure you're gonna get the opportunity to talk about LA Night because we're gonna be talking about the main topic of the show. We're gonna be talking about John Cena's retirement. So the world went. The world of professional wrestling went crazy after one week of me taking taking off. All right, I'm never taking off another episode of SmackDown off for vacation or for TwitchCon because I take one episode off and all of a sudden John Cena is talking retirement. Unacceptable. I'm not okay with this. John Cena should not be allowed to retire. He should be a forever presence in the WWE. But it seems like they're gearing towards a potential John Cena retirement. He did give us the razzle dazzle. All right. You know, he made us look left and then he ended up going right with that retirement. But I don't know, man. I'm I, Cena is not the type to bring up something and not really follow through with it. I could definitely see this retirement happening very, very soon. Unless it's bringing WrestleMania to London. Bunch of jabronis. It's not going there. I wish it was if he were to do a retirement segment. He should come out in a salmon jacket. Just yes, that's <laughs> first for the love for Mark Henry. Um, I what I really enjoyed about that speech that he gave on SmackDown the promo, it really was leaning into his acting ability, which people don't understand. Or if you have not been following his Hollywood career, he is now getting better at it. His Peacemaker run is fantastic. I like how I'm calling it it's a run as if it's a, he's a gimmick. <laughs> his Peacemaker <laughs> role was fantastic, and I was waiting for. When was John gonna act? Show his acting chops, his drama, the drama side of him, and he really nailed it because it got you really believing that he's gonna retire. I don't think John's gonna retire anytime soon, and I don't think he should because he hasn't put in a lot of ring work this run. It's very minimal, except when he was getting beat down in the PLE. Um, but in terms of like the SmackDown, he hasn't really wrestled a lot. Okay, he's probably wrestled like once or twice in the entire like eight, six, eight shows we have him or six shows we have him so far. And he could still put people over, either in the ring or with his promo work. 
Don't give me that smile. I well, see it that sounds, smirk. It, it sounds no, like no. you want to you wanna hook up John Cena to some sort of milk machine and milk him for whatever he's got left in him. He needs to return the bad karma that he's been shoveling people down and burying people what? as Super Cena. Yes, yes, are, yes. Are you kidding? Are you, That's you, all he's been doing for the past eight years. You brought this out of me. No, okay? John Cena has been the my name is... Stop. John Cena has been the my name is Earl of WWE. He's bringing it back. He's bringing back good karma back into the world. He's putting people over, youngsters, giving your bum-ass LA Knight who couldn't do anything for the first 20 years of his career his good rub finally and pushing him to the top. And this is how you treat him? You want to hook him up to some sort of lab machine and just yes. milk yes. him? Yes, like in the Matrix. Make Put him to turn into that battery. Let him get all that juice out of it because that's what, that's what the business is all about it. We need Cena's juice. Do you understand? <laughs> we need it all. It is prime. It is great. It works really well. And that's what makes John Cena great because he's not here for himself, Santi. And that's what I have my opening revelation moment is John Cena's not for himself. He's not, again, I love The Rock, but bro, you just show up. Yeah. You get your pops. You get your, yeah, you get your catchphrase and then you leave. Like, we get it. I, and that's okay, Rock. That's who you are. We get it, Dwayne. I love that about you. Cause you still give me that nostalgia pop that I've always want. It's like a, 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 like a, like a B12 shot that I need in my life. But John Cena is about the business, and if he's going to retire, it needs to be like a flair. It needs to be like an HBK, and even not like Undertaker. Undertaker retired like four or five times. So did Flair. Yeah, but I'm talking about that one match with Flair. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. He got his WWE send off for his, sure. His HBK match, but. That's the thing. I don't see John going anywhere else. Mm. He's not going to be another. Promotion. He has no need for it. He has no need for it. He doesn't need to. He's not going to make his own promotion. But I do not see him retiring anytime soon. Okay. Just, he's too hot right now because now the people love him. He, he's not Cena sucks anymore. People he's sing his coach. song. They sing his song now, which he thought was like he's like what people actually sing my song now. <laughs> so it's a huge it's a huge error for John Cena, and I think that we we can't stop it. Just that one SmackDown sure. run and a couple of PLEs. And he's I, I in a mania. He's I, I, in a mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. Now, let's indulge the audience. Let's pretend that John Cena retirement is is impending. The impending doom and gloom is right there. Your boy Santi's going to enter into a, a catatonic state, a, a glass case of emotion, per se, once John Cena retires. I was not ready for my midlife crisis this soon. So let's pretend that he does retire. Is this the biggest retirement match in WWE history? What do you think? No. How? How could you possibly say that? You're disgusting. You disgust it, well, it's, me. It's my, my, my opinion. It's a so gross I opinion. I hate it. I hate it. And I need to throw it down. Just kidding. Okay, go on. Tell me, why, how is this not the biggest <laughs> retirement match? I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think that it is because in the modern era, I feel... I mean, maybe John would, would actually retire, right? Like, legitly. He's not going to yeah. be one of these guys that retires and, and I, comes back Yeah, later. I would so, think I that mean, if John yeah. Cena has a retirement match, that's it's it. I, I don't right. think you see him again. That, that's the that's the one thing that in the back of my mind, I'd be like, <gasps> no, he's going to come out somewhere at a Royal Rumble, uh, which is still, I think, if you retire and you come out at a Royal Rumble, that's fine to me. You're still you're retired. Just, you're, you're still, still yeah, retired. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, I still think HBK and Ric Flair, it was a fantastic match, uh, even though Ric Flair never retired at the time, and how serious that Shawn Michaels treated that Undertaker retirement match. Mm -hmm. 
I think that held up for so long. Granted, the Saudis brought it out in Crown Jewel. But that's the kind of thing, again, we talked about it countless times. Crown Jewel, probably this year, is the only time it's going to be canon. But the rest of the time, I don't, I don't feel like it is. Night of Champions my, was pretty canon. New World Heavyweight Champion, Bloodline Implosion. Yeah, but uh, I do feel that, for me, would probably be bigger than John Cena. If you want to ask me of all time, would probably be Roman, man. If you really, really think about the Undisputed Champion, multi, the, the Tribal Chief, multiple thousand days plus of being champion, uh, the the lineage, and the kind of just because he feels like he's still a WWE guy. Sure. John Cena right now feels like a global icon. He's beyond. He's Hollywood, too, you know? And John Cena won't disappear. He will continue to be in the lexicon. He will be in TV. He'll be in movies. He won't be missed because you'll see him. It'd be like a rock situation. You'd be like, oh, man, I remember. I can't wait for you to make your appearance back at a Raw or something. Okay. So, I, you know, he's, if he was going to disappear forever, yes. But he's, he won't, though. Santi, he won't. I just, I feel like you bastardized my question here, though. Because, I no, I, I think that you I, did. Because all of a sudden, you're pulling out retirement matches that don't even exist, that haven't even happened. I'm asking, like, w existing retirement matches. Would this be the big... You can't ask me that because I don't even know Hogan didn't have a retirement match. Exactly. You know I mean? That's part of that's part of the that's part of the 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 layers of this question. Stone, Stone Cold, Cold never had one. Ha never had one. That's Ex what I mean. It's like you're talking about Mount Rushmore, right? We're talking about Mount Rushmore. John Cena is definitely on Mount Rushmore. He would be the only one He's George Washington. A, okay, besides a flair, besides HBK with retirement matches that legitly had one. Randy Orton hasn't had one. Batista doesn't have hasn't had one. The Undertaker has four or five, so he ruined that whatever that was <laughs> going to be, right? So who's left of the goats that hasn't have a, an official retirement match? The Rock, Stone Cold, and Hogan, right? And Hogan's still running around. So yeah, but at this point, if any of those three were to have a retirement match, like you'd be like, okay, weird. You would the Rock. What, really? Like you think like the a rock retirement match from the WWE obviously it'd be big, but like yeah. I don't think it would have the the level of emotion than somebody like a John Cena or a Roman Reigns or Randy Orton retiring. I don't I just don't see it anymore. Like cuz okay. I, I Let me ask you this. Sure. As the the biggest John Cena fan that I know personally, on what does on the planet? What would that mean to you? Like walk yeah. through that for me. John Cena retires. This is a retirement match. What's your emotions going into that? And it's at a mania. Are you going to mania to watch him retire? Thoughts? That is the death of my innocence in childhood. <laughs> <laughs> You're wanting me to talk about the death of the child inside I, me. I want, I want you to express it to our audience. Yeah. How important is seen to you? He's incredibly important to me. Like, um, you know, I know I look like a like a 43 year old retired Dominican baseball player, but I'm I'm 30 years old. Hey, I'm John Cena. <laughs> oh, yeah, John. <laughs> <laughs> I fall right in line with the with the with, as being that kid that grew up from the, from from his rags to riches story. Right. I was nine years old when Eight Mile came out and. I didn't fully understand the ramification of like that being like a rated R movie and whatnot. I just thought it's like hip hop culture was the thing for me. All right. It was cool mm -hmm. to dress like Eminem. It was cool to be part of that hip hop culture. 
So to see a wrestler at that time personify that in the one thing that I love, that I could geek out about, I immediately gravitated to John Cena. So John Cena, right off the offset of my childhood, immediately connected with my love for hip hop and the and the hip hop culture. So I... If, if you grew up in that, like you immediately gravitated to John Cena. So I also got to see the rise of John Cena throughout my entire childhood into my teen years, into my adult years. I was never that child that got to see John Cena bury the nexus. I was already an adult, right? I was never a child when I got to see him, you know, come out in, in his Americana entrance at WrestleMania 31. I was already an adult. You know, I so... I all of my memories of John Cena are so I don't know like so genuine because I I feel like I grew up with the character of John Cena mm -hmm. if if that makes sense right I got when I was a kid his gimmicks were just a, like just were just germinating right mm -hmm. and as I grew up the John Cena popularity got to go up so I never got to hate John Cena, right? I never got tired of John Cena because I was there along for the entire ride. So to see John Cena get taken out of the equation is a, it's like removing a major hard drive from my brain, a major mm -hmm. piece of wrestling history being removed that it, sure I can go access and watch videos of uh, again, but it would just be, it'd be like this like vacuum that's just left there that I don't know what I would fill with because, and I don't think I could fill it again, just like how people aren't able to fill the void of when Stone Cold left. And that's why they still, to this day, refuse to even hear an argument that Stone Cold isn't the greatest of all time. Because when Stone Cold left, there was no one that could fill that void. I've yet to have that, and I'm about to. That's what that would mean for me. And mm -hmm. I don't know what that's gonna lead to. Am I gonna become this gatekeeper wrestling fan for the children of the future? Oh, this, this Braun Breaker, dude you don't even you don't even understand what it was like to be there for the john cena run okay the hottest wrestler of all time i, I sound like every every attitude i'm gonna sound like every attitude era mark because that's exactly how you all sound when people say anything that, that remotely arguing that stone cold isn't the greatest of all time i'm 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 fearing that i'm gonna turn into that would i go to his retirement match i think i would splurge for front row seats for that Okay. Now, who would be the opponent? Great question. Um, depends on what your end goal is here, right? I don't think that the end goal of a John Cena retirement should be to put up, put over younger talent. I don't think anyone that isn't an established megastar could bear that burden, right? You look at Shawn Michaels. Who retired Shawn Michaels? It wasn't the up-and-coming Dolph Ziggler. It wasn't, it wasn't even a John Cena who was still on his rise up. It was already an established guy. It was the Undertaker, dude, right? Who retired Ric Flair? Another legend of the business in Shawn Michaels. If you put the burden of retiring arguably the greatest of all time on like a Braun Breaker, who I think out of all of the young guys is like 20 something year olds is probably the best option. You are pigeonholing his the rest of his career as a bad guy. He can't ever be a good guy ever again. He ended John Cena. 
So I think it has to be somebody that either has legacy with him or an already established megastar. Immediately what comes to mind is Randy Orton in terms of legacy. And I would love to see some sort of recreation of an end of an era match. And personally, I wish Edge would have been involved in that. But he's over there cosplaying as some jabroni named Adam Copeland in AEW. Uh, I think that's a great option. I think if we're looking to solidify the next top face of the company for your next decade, then Cody Rhodes is the right option here. If you're looking to solidify a legend, I think Roman Reigns is a great option. And if you're looking to, because I said something about Braun Breaker that now you're a forever heel. If you're trying to establish the next great forever heel, I think Gunther is a great option as well. What do you think? I'm sorry. I'm just really thinking about that moment where John Cena takes off his boots and he puts them on the mat and he walks away and takes off his armbands, his sneakers and his sneakers. Yeah. And he walks away and he will, he will not come back. That's He'll, what I think he yeah. won't come back. There's no, I, I, I mean, he puts too much respect. In I agree with a, a lot of that you said, but what I'm mad about is you didn't mention LA Knight so, in that conversation. I made a video. I'm just saying. No, you're you're 100% right. So I made a video uh, that's already up on my YouTube channel talking about the options for our John Cena retirement match. And my argument, so I, I talked about like, okay, do you want to establish legacy? Are you trying to establish another legend, another yeah, heel, yeah. top babyface? When I said top babyface in that video, I said it's either LA Knight or Cody Rhodes. I think in terms of storyline wise right now, the best positioned person for that is LA Knight. Are you willing to put your eggs on the basket of the 40-something-year-old L.A. Knight to be your top babyface? I think you could. I think he still has a lot of time left. Um, but I think the safer choice is Cody Rhodes. But he's not the right one to finish John's story. The, I, I mean, for the people that already watched your video, I'm sure they got where you're coming from. The only thing I would... It, the only one that makes sense is Randy Orton. That's the only it's the one best in my one. mind... It's the best yeah. one out of it because people won't have any animosity towards Randy. Even if he beats Randy Orton. Wait, wait, great. wait, wait. What if Edge was still here? Would a you would you be the be you'd think a triple threat? A triple threat. Yeah. And then you can even have all three of them retire at the same time if you wanted to. Um the, the, it's, it's just with John Cena, it has to be at Mania. And you, and it doesn't have to be for a belt. Uh I think that would be a mistake if they try to make it for a belt. And it needs to be in a place where John Cena would actually thrive in the most. I think it could be almost anywhere, but Boston would probably be the best place for him to retire. Do you think that this retirement match is big? And now that WrestleMania is two nights, do you think it's big enough? Again, depending on whether or not Roman Reigns is still doing his 4,000 plus days. Let's pretend it's a world where Roman has already lost his title. Right. We've, we're back to the status quo. Two LA Knight. Two LA sure. Knight, yeah. Sure. OK. All right. I'll let you have this. I'll let you have this hypothetical dream. Um, we're back to a world where championship reigns are 100 to 300 days. Mm -hmm. A John Cena retirement match in that moment in time. Is that big enough to main event night to a WrestleMania? Yes, I agree. He's the GOAT. If you're yeah. calling him the GOAT now, you're calling him the greatest of all time. You need to have he's going. He's a generational talent. You got to give him his due. I think the closest one that would have been besides Roman would would have been R.I.P. Bray Wyatt. If Bray Wyatt would have, I think Bray, he would have figured it out. He would have figured out what he was doing, or the WWE would have figured out what 
they would have found a way or some kind of a place for him to a vehicle for him to rise again. And Bray would have been one of the biggest retirements of all time. And one of them, uh, like retiring Cena. No, no, no. I'm just talking about when if when Bray, Bray still... Wyatt would eventually. Okay, right, I thought you were right. making the argument that because no, no, no. ironically, I think worked. I I would have worked, and I think that Firefly Funhouse match. <laughs> I think that would that was actually kind of like the greatest retirement send off ever, even though it wasn't a retirement match. I loved the retrospect of John Cena's career that was told there. That right. only works in a pandemic world, because uh, imagine going to WrestleMania and watching a watching screen for a main event, right? Like that wouldn't right. work. But unironically, I think that 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 that's such a great retelling of John Cena's career. It was really cool. Uh I'll do it, it made NWO John Cena real, so that was really cool. Yeah, you got heal John Cena. Yeah, um, I love it. But I think the biggest retirement would definitely be at this moment with how hot he is, uh, Akira Tozawa. Uh, I'm not sure if you've been <laughs> following his training regiment. Uh, he's been in the hyperbolic time chamber getting ready. Ultra Instinct Tozawa is here to dethrone the tribal chief. I didn't actually have this in my notes, but do you think that there's something budding here like because right now he he just went down to nxt and is now feuding for the heritage cup over there which is pretty funny um but do you see a world where we get not not i'm not even saying he needs to beat gunther but a world where he gives gunther a crazy 20 minute match out of nowhere and it ends up in in Inarguably Gunther's most competitive match of all time. I just feel like this training is going somewhere, man. Ultra Instinct Tozawa. I believe Tozawa should be a huge lesson in life that when you get an inch, take that inch as hard as you can because it will lead to the mile that you're looking for. Like, really think about it. Phrasing, perhaps. Yeah. But no, but really think <laughs> no, about 100%. it. No, 100%. Yeah. That man has only... he. His run right now has grown because of that one moment with Shayna Baszler. Yeah. That one moment that he gave Shayna has now grown to this. This conversation that Santi has in his mind. The power of Tozawa. And he had a great match with Bronson Reed, even though he lost. But he had great moments. What I like about Tozawa, he's a comedic wrestler without the forcefulness of uh, like a, a Santi. Like a, Santino. Santino, you know, it's not that, it's not like, hey, yeah. he is a comedic wrestler. He just happens to have comedic moments. Um, I think Tozawa should take out John Cena. You know what? I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I actually, um, that's who I ended the video on. I said it should be Tozawa. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. He's such a Tozawa mark. Dude, man. I'm the it. biggest Tozawa mark right now. Uh, but... I, I like the idea of some sort of like training arc for him where he he genuinely becomes a he doesn't win, but I think he could become an entertaining threat. Would you give him a Hulk move like a hulking up moment? We haven't had a wrestler in a long time utilize the classic Hulk. The last one would have been Daniel Bryant. Yeah. He was the only one that I kind of remember. He had like a light Hulk up moment sure why dude give him everything just he should just collect the infinity stones of mount rushmore of wwe he should have a hulk moment an austin moment uh, a cena moment a taker moment he should yes sure all of them all of them um wh where i was going with this is oh my god i had a thought here about tozawa that that i wanted to hit home um it's gone 
so, so okay it's gone okay i'll help you yes does Tozawa win a belt in 2024 whether mm -hmm. tagged by the tag team title does he win a belt <clears throat> i could see him winning a tag title i i i could definitely see it. okay i know where i was going with this all right yeah totally. there, okay, okay. I got you back thank you uh there is precedent for a comedic comedic role getting so big that it leads to a massive victory were you around or oh, i know people watching uh were definitely around for the amazing legendary comedic backstage moments between the hurricane and 2003 hollywood rock Yes, it led that. to the hurricane beating the rock right, right. before WrestleMania 19. I it could was like a one, two, three kid over Razor Ramon. Yeah. yeah, I could see a moment like that for Tozawa where he gets some sort of major victory over some sort of major player. I think that major player is Gunther. Honestly. It has to be. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why they put him in with Alpha Academy. It kind of makes sense. But again, he's given the ball. And he's running with the ball. And it could be just an HB dive play that's supposed to get two yards, but he ends up getting 15, 10 yards out of that play. And now they're giving the rock more to Tozawa for yeah. the football fans out there. And that's what and that's what all people should see. That, And that's what I liked about that one thing that the Miz said. You ever heard of that thing from the Miz said? He's like, I don't care if I have one minute. Yes. I don't care if I have one segment. It's going to be the best segment of that show. And that's what Tozawa is doing without making it abundantly clear that he is taking over. You know who else is taking over? Ivar. And yeah. I know we're, 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 we're kind of going all over the place. Yeah, welcome to the but Wrestling that, is Cool podcast, baby. That, that, that vignette of Ivar, I was like, all right, I get the idea. Double down on the Viking. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the Viking yeah that's game. what we liked about him. <laughs> that's what it, but I, I wrote a note when the Raw was that vignettes are really great for getting corny gimmicks over. If you have a corny gimmick, you better have some vignettes to add that mystique. So I'm hoping we get more witches, man. Well, I'm mm. surprised. Halloween's here, and where's the witches? I th well, I, I think we get the witches um, next this episode of Friday Night SmackDown or on yeah, Monday Night so. Raw. I think that we do I get the witches. So. Yeah, Give them witches. I, I'm down yeah. for that. <clears throat> oh God, I'm sorry for for audio <laughs> listeners. I'm still I'm dying me. over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, breaking news while we're recording this. Uh, oh wow! We hold well, on, hold yeah, on. It, it broke about an hour ago. Uh, okay. WWE Premium Live Event next August happening in Berlin clash at berlin or bash at berlin any uh and and gunther is tweet tweeted out party emojis to it do we see gunther going in as a champion or 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 or, or challenging for a championship then also berlin is an interesting city that's not the one i'd go with in germany i would have gone with munich i feel like they had the better infrastructure for this but whatever i don't i don't know i'm not a city planner <laughs> You, they didn't Munich didn't pay enough. That's the that's, that's the bottom it. line. <laughs> that's the bottom line. Uh, great, dude. Yeah. Like, why not? There's a lot of great fans, and it's our turn to start waking up at I don't know six to seven in the morning to watch a PLE. I don't know what time we have to get up for that one, but I'm excited. I mean, Gunther, I like the. You know what kind of reminds me of? It just hit me. Street Fighter. It, the, every wrestler has a, like a home. I like turf. that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is Gunther's home turf, dude. Let's get some matches. Let's get some of the UK NXT out there. Let's get some. Uh, what, what is that? That boy in NXT, the champion. What's his name again? Um, oh, uh, Dragonov. Dragonov. I always butcher names, so that's why I always re I, refer to you. For well, yeah, I'd be Dragunov. interested in, in the. I think they'd keep Dragonov off. He's Russian, and they, there's a lot of things going on over there between all of that. So, ugh. The, the, don't want to touch the, that. 
We'll put it in. We'll make him Drago out there. We're gonna, uh, yes, I, I must break you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I, that's really exciting. I think what's interesting is the WD is learning that they could have backlash <clears throat> moments everywhere around the world. Yeah. They're not going to beat that Puerto Rican crowd, though. I tell you that, brother. Mm-mm. That Puerto Rican crowd was white hot. Got so white hot, Bad Bunny got a DLC in the WWE 2K game. You know, that's how hot it he got. He was him already over. in the game. I, that's, Doesn't matter. I know. No. It's just that DLC is just like, okay, all right. I mean, I'll take it. It's just another entrance and a skin, but okay. And they should They need to get him a chop. Oh, yeah. They John, need to give him that. Did they not give him that? Chompea. No, they need. Well, well, of course they wouldn't give him Chompea. Oh, that's. That, that, what's the point of this DLC then? That's lame. I, 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 I don't know how that's the word. Dude, but. I speak Spanish and I don't even know what he's saying. All right. Yeah, that, was, that was still. I still get goosebumps thinking about that PLE. That might be the best entrance in the last 10 years. It's so good. The, the drone I mean, flying, people losing yeah. their minds, singing. Yeah, yeah. It's too good. It's, it's, it's also too unique because it was because you can have an amazing amazingly produced entrance right yeah i think it's fair to say undertaker most iconic entrance but that's produced True. that is mm. a team putting that I, together i mean i did like roman with the pianos at wrestlemania again beautiful yeah, but yeah, produced yeah, right. it was meant yeah. to be amazing this was organic there True. was no production behind it aside from the from from the pyro and the drone that was the crowd just making that an amazing moment. That's why it stands out to me. He looked, Bad Bunny looked great too. No one yeah. else. He looked, he looked jacked. And, and, and again, shout out to Damian Priest for protecting Bad Bunny because there was a lot of bumps during that match. Yeah. But yes, Gunther's going to have, it won't be that pop off. It won't be that pop, but it'd be something like it. You think so? Man. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. You, uh, you, need, you need to make him like an army entrance. Give him an army oh. if he shows up. Yes, dude, I would love that. I, my, one of my favorite WrestleMania entrances of all time is Rusev coming out in a tank to the Russian national anthem. It's so good. That's not, so that's good. not all. That's not that all that happened. That's not all that happened to that thing. Ooh, we'll keep that one for for you guys to Google. Uh, Becky Lynch <laughs> is cool. All right, we're, we've got a couple of blank is cool segments for today, and we, we we won't spend too 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 much time on these. But I wanted to do, to give a, a shout out to Becky Lynch. She is so cool. She is arguably the most iconic women's wrestler of all time, at the very least in the Mount Rushmore in the conversation. This woman won the NXT Women's Championship in a, a great match, in a rematch with Tiffany Stratton. Put put on probably the best women's match of the year in that in that extreme rules match then she would go on to have multiple championship matches with the likes of tegan knox indy hartwell the young up-and-comer natalia of course because she needs more opportunities uh and then by the way natalia is is looking great for her age right now in she terms looks, of in the ring she's cooking yeah. She's like, yeah, she's, she's hitting a second renaissance. She's definitely hitting a second like a renaissance. Of youth or something. I yeah, know. absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. And then goes down to NXT and does and, and does the job clean to to Lyra Valkyria dropping the NXT Women's Championship. Sancho, enough. You're done. Arm I'm drag. corner. Go to the it's corner. Arm drag. He's, I mean, he, for, he's okay. For those listening to audio, he's he's giving me stink face because he's mad that she lost with an arm drag roll up. What what happened? What happened to like Super Becky? You hit her with like ten finishers and put her like underneath the. Okay, I don't want to hijack your opening segment to this segment, but Becky's NXT run should be the way championship run should be. Not like Roman. Mm-hmm. Not like Seth. Not like the Gunther. It needs to be like this because what ends up happening 
is the men's division I feel is stagnant and suffocating because there's no movement with the belts. But Becky's run, even though short-lived, did a great run and keeps the legacy of the NXT belt alive and mm. introduces us to new people. Yeah. And that's why LA Knight should beat Roman Reigns and Crown Jewel. That belt needs to move. I don't care if LA Knight loses it the next day. Move that belt around, okay? But yes, Becky Lynch is cool, and I agree with you because she did the job, and she understands the business. She could have, dude. I thought she was gonna hold on to that belt for six months. Don't Easy. think, don't think I'm just gonna be okay with you hijacking my Becky Lynch's cool segment to glaze LA Knight. This man just steered us into. You think, you think I don't know what you just did? You just took us to your glazing factory, and then, oh yeah, let's go back to the Becky Lynch stuff. Don't think I'm, I'm okay with with you just giving us this detour all of a sudden, and I'm not gonna call it out. Over here we have uh, Becky Lynch. At Check out LA Knight right in the store. No, but um, but yes, I, I no. That's what that's what I mean. Like this, I I cannot think of another title ring that's mean much more. Even Rhea Ripley's not doing anything. No, nothing with her belt. Even Io Sky is not doing anything with the belt. Even the undisputed tag team champions. Gunther, doing Gunther, anything. he's Gunther been. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Gunther is because his job was to uh, elevate the Intercontinental NXT. You mentioned it. You said it in the opening part of this segment, she's introduced a lot of talent to the world. I mean, Tiffany Strand definitely on my radar now, and mm -hmm. then of of course, um, Lyra, the Ira as well. Yeah, but but I, I just thought it, Super Becky should have came out there for a moment. But yeah. I enjoy I enjoy that wrestling still can be technical, and I think a lot of people are forgetting that part about wrestling is. And when I watch old school wrestling, and like as I'm going through the all the Survivor series at a slow pace, granted, when I watch those survivors, those old school '80s wrestling. And even the early 90s, it was all about technical. You could lose to a schoolboy roll-up. You could lose to, like, a, a different kind of pin. I feel that modern-day wrestling, the schoolboy roll-up and all that kind of stuff, is not as executed cleanly as it was in past. Does that make sense? It does like, make sense. When, when, when Bret Hart did it, it was like, holy yeah. crap, it came out of British nowhere. Bulldog beating right. Bret Hart in, in Wembley, 93,000 yeah. people at SummerSlam with a roll-up. And, like, and, and people appreciate it because it's like, aha, you bested him yes you tricked them you you use technical prowess and that and, and you know if i had to put down the, the troll in me that winning that way against becky lynch does work as well yeah and, and, and it provides that oh my god the what it, did that just happen yeah and and i can't think of a at least in a while um a main roster main roster superstar of this caliber coming down to NXT and losing clean dropping That's, the title clean Charlotte didn't do it Charlotte didn't do it she lost in a triple threat she was not the one that was pinned New Day didn't do it I think they lost in a fatal four-way uh, tag team match and they weren't the ones that were pinned it's it and this felt like it was Becky's call it almost felt like oh, yeah. I, I oh, yeah. like she probably had they were probably pitched numerous outs of her to lose. We, you know, without, without, without it being like fully clean, you know, some sort yeah. of distraction from someone. And or like she puts her foot on the rope and the rest doesn't sure, see it. Sure, sure. It, it felt like I feel like she probably had many outs and she didn't take them. And I really appreciate that. And I think it did wonders for the women's division. By the way, NXT Halloween Havoc Night One. Don't know if you caught this. Five women's matches in two hours. Women's wrestling is cooking. Becky Lynch is cool. And now Sancho's special and, surprise. Oh, not yet? I was going to say, and Jade Cargill makes an appearance. Yes, that was with a throne. 
Oh, oh, she looks and, and she and she flexed. Yeah, dude, that that flex. It was like watching 3D television. They just popped. It's crazy. All right, Sancho, special who, surprise. Who is the best WWE wrestler to be Batman? I'll start with my list. What One. The, what? <laughs> Here we go. One. Cody Rhodes. Two. Edge. Three. Scott Hall. Four. Steve Blackman. Five. The Million Dollar Man. Who is your on your list of people that are in the WWE that could be Batman? That could be or beat? No, be Batman. Okay, okay. So they yeah. are. Oh, okay. Um, if you think about it, Cody has the looks. Sure. And I just when I was watching him do a promo, I was like, dude, this guy could be like a Bruce Wayne type vibe. He's more of that anime type Batman, you know, because he sure. has that anime look to him. And then Edge, I just felt like for some reason has the stature of Batman. Like he just could fill off the suit really well. Scott Hall, he has the mug. That chin for Batman. He does have know? the Batman chin. He, he has, has the Batman, Batman chin. chin. He, he look, and he has the stature, and he will look great. And Steve Blackman just has the kung fu style, you know? Mm -hmm, he looks like mm -hmm. he could kick you like like Batman. And then Ted DiBiase has the money to be Batman, Bruce Wayne. I think the, <laughs> I, <laughs> Ted DiBiase, Batman. <laughs> yeah, anytime he beats somebody. <laughs> I mean, I think the right answer is just a combination of all of them. Like, like that True. is the right answer, but right? if I have to pick, I mean, like I'm shocked you don't have LA Knight in here because Bruce Wayne no, is this I, big personality outside of the Batman shtick, right? True. And we and we have seen LA Knight put on a costume and be somebody entirely different in Max Dupree, so he has the ability to go incognito. Yeah, he, he has a chin for it. I'm huh? shocked you did you didn't take this opportunity to give LA Knight the Batman rub. Because maybe I wanted you to give him the rub and therefore you played me. proving me that I'm right. <laughs> you played me. <laughs> Anyone else that you have before we move on to the next segment? Oh man. Well now I'm thinking of like Batman villains, because I think uh, oh, wow. you know, like Bray Wyatt's Scarecrow would be a great okay. yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, uh, a good. great Joker. I mean, I guess Seth Rollins, maybe yeah. with his little yeah. with his dances. Um oh, dancing, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean I could definitely see Tozawa Bane, Bane being Batman too though. Dang wow. Well. Okay, I was going to say Batista as Bane, but okay. Batista as Bane does actually fit the mold or, very, very or, well. Or Brock Lesnar as Clayface. Brock. <laughs> uh, Brock Lesnar is Clayface. That's great. You know who beat Penguin? Uh, who? Paul Heyman. Yes! yes, absolutely. That is perfect. Well, that Ro is perfect. Roman has the chin for Batman too. You know what else you could be Batman? What? The Stinger. The Stinger could be Batman. Wrestling is cool, and Sting is cool. And unfortunately, for those of you who don't know, in AEW. He announced that he's going to retire. Now, this one's different from a John Cena retirement, which is quite interesting that the Hall of Famer, both Hall of Famers, are teasing retirements, but mm. I think Sting is pretty serious. <laughs> I would <laughs> I, think so. <laughs> I think the bummer for me about Sting's retirement is that it came at a moment where I feel like he would have got more out of the tank if he didn't wrestle the way he wrestled in AEW for a good while. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, like, he turned into Jeff Hardy in AEW. I know. Like, they could have definitely had him for another, like, three years easy with a much more safer style wrestling, but that's not Sting. And that's what makes Sting cool is Sting understands, like, for those of you who don't know, Sting, when he first started, was Surfer Sting. Blonde hair, bright face, colored paint, the company man for WCW, 
was essentially like the John Cena of his time. Just someone that was super over, looked great, and had all the makings of a superstar back in the day. He found a renaissance, and oddly enough, it was Scott Hall that Scott gave him Hall. that renaissance that told him that he should be like the crow. When he, and then he became the the hero. And what I loved about Sting during that time is he was the reason why you watch Monday Night Nitro, uh, WCW Nitro. He was the only reason why, because you wanted to see what can Sting do against the NWO. The NWO were like this thuggish, bullying faction that will just derail an entire show every time on Monday Monday Night Nitro. Like every time you get guaranteed, you would know it doesn't matter what the main event's going to be. NWO is going to come in and spray paint someone's back beat them up. People are going to throw trash in it. Just the visual of it was amazing. And guess who came from the rafters? The Stinger, dude. Sting in his white face. It's came. Sting! And he had that duster, and he came down with a ball bat, and he would just clear house with it. And they did some great stuff with WCW Sting. And iconic things for WCW Sting. Granted, at the end, they never really... Sting was kind of sidelined for Goldberg for a while. And Sting then became Wolfpack Sting, and then wasn't the same. Uh, the red paint it looked weird. But beyond that, when he went to TNA, cool. and he became Great a run. variety of Sting, and even the yeah. Joker Sting, was we talked about, someone from the Batman's villains. I just feel like it's, it's a kind of a bummer, because when he came back to the WWE, or when he was first in the WWE, you thought, okay... This is good. It's Sting finally gets a WrestleMania moment. Sting finally gets what it's like. But he was treated again just like fodder, unfortunately. Just like when Booker T came over from WCW. Like all WCW yeah. talent. Yeah, it's like it almost felt like he thought he could get away with being treated like that WCW foreigner because it had been, you know, 12 plus right. years. And Vince still had that grudge and waited for him. Yeah, and that and that was what... That that to me is what makes his retirement a bummer. I granted I know in AEW that version of Sting, which was a miracle that he was able to wrestle the way he did, right? A miracle that he was able to put on those caliber matches and those death defying moves, and put Darl uh, Darby Allen a little bit more over with the casual wrestling fans that introduce him to us. I think he works great as that mentor, but for him to retire, it's kind of a bummer because. He will go down as one of those ones that never really reaches full potential. I have a question here. Um, Mr. Santi Zap from Wrestling is Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that TNA is coming back, would you like to see him have a match under the TNA banner with how great of a career he had in TNA being a TNA Hall of Famer as part of this like retirement tour? I mean, I, I'm, I hope TNA is smart enough to bring Sting back for it and Sting could get one last big payday. That would be great for Sting. I mean, I don't know who he would wrestle. I think if WWE would be cool, if they say bring back AJ Styles, let him wrestle Sting one last time in that I kind of way. I feel like WWE doesn't deserve Sting. I, I know. That's what I'm trying to tell you is that Sting, throughout his entire career, has always been the second guy. And it's a bummer because he is the caliber. He, he should, he, it's sad to say that he's on no one's Mount Rushmore, but at one time, he was considered the greatest of all time, and he was considered the best. And when he had that match with Triple H at WrestleMania, he is, dude, Sting is 
on par with Triple H. That is the quality of it, but the WWE never gave him that footing that he deserved. Never. My dog agrees with you. I'm sure you heard Dwayne him there. Agrees. Yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne agrees. Dwayne uh, agrees. That's the thing, man. Like, I feel like I don't have this connection to Sting because of his his lack of time in the WWE, which I think is part of the reason why he's not in many people's conversation for, for, for a goat, right? Like, you know, if we're talking about like other sports, you, you wouldn't consider somebody from the USFL to be the goat if they didn't have a great career in the NFL as well. Well, that's the thing with Sting. It sucks. He he was a loyal man. He did not leave for the longest time. And then when WCW was bought out, from WWE, he didn't go to WWE. He left in the, in the TNAs and then all those other kind of uh, promotions. So that's the thing about it is people should look into Sting. People should watch old school WCW Sting, even his blonde surfer days, yeah. to see how great of an impact and the 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 draw he had and the silliness that he got into. The best song was like one of my favorite moments is Sting. There's a guy in the crowd with a sting mask. He takes it off, and it's sting underneath the sting yeah. mask. <laughs> like that's what I mean. That's the, the hilarity and hijinks that that sting would get into, and then Joker sting is a whole other thing. The ringmaster sting. So, and and that's what bums me out, man. Is just when I saw his retirement, and I caught it online, and it's not in front of the big crowd that he deserves. And it's not a knock against AEW. This is Sting's choice of where he did it. He could have easily done it anywhere else at a PLE to have a bigger crowd. Um, It's just going to be one of those woulda, coulda, shoulda guys. And unfortunately, there's a lot of these guys in wrestling. But to know that Stinger, in my mind, is at least a top 25 talent when he easily could have been a top 5, top 10 talent. um, It just shows you that... Booking's very powerful. <laughs> like a hundred percent is very powerful, and injuries play a factor. They play a role. I mean, he's going to go down as the Derrick Rose of the the, the wrestling. World. Oh, that's a great comparison. That is a great comparison. Um, yeah, man. Like it's, or maybe the Grant Hill. The Grant Hill. Grant Hill. It, what What I was going to say was, um, like that that WWE run. Like I weirdly, I think that. It like knocked him down a peg. I felt like he need he needed to go I mean. back to to AEW to remove the stench of whatever WWE did to him, and it sucks, man. Because like you said, like it, in many regards, like for the really like super ingrained smart wrestling fans, like he's in people's Mount Rushmore. Uh, but yeah, like the wider audience, the the more casual audience as well, he's not even in the conversation for a top ten. NWO and, would not be a thing without Sting. They, well, yeah, because they they needed a they needed a foil, and they had their foil in in, in Sting, hundred percent. In a supernatural, yeah, thing. That's what I mean. <laughs> remember, remember when everyone was like, "Oh, Sting might come to the WD. Who should have faced Sting? The Taker, dude. It should have been Taker versus Sting. Granted, Undertaker at the time was not in his best shape of his career. He wasn't in his said, worst though. It, yeah, it still could have been fine. And they fed him the Triple H, man. Yeah, and, and in a daytime H. match. Daytime. Oh. You know, like, imagine a proper Sting entrance at WrestleMania in the dark. Dude, we were robbed of Sting's, like, later years. Sting had the moment where he came. Remember, Triple H comes out, hits the pedigree, rolls Duff Little <laughs> Ziggler, bam. Hit, put Seth Rollins, right? Yeah. I think that's what it was. Put Seth Rollins' arms on him. And then Sting's hit and then all of a sudden you're like oh my god he's finally here it's the stinger 
And I think, that, granted, I know they probably had more ideas for him, but just just what it could have, man. I, there's not much left to say, but Sting is cool. That I mean, that's that's where we can leave it at. Sting is cool. I think that's a, that's that that sentence alone, I think, says a lot. And I think is actually very representative of Sting's career because I. Cause he's just cool. He's just a cool dude. He's a cool character. Uh, I, his body needs to be studied. How he's doing the things that he does at sixty plus years old is mind boggling to me. DDP yoga, man. DDP. Yoga. Is that what it is? Is he a DDP? No, oh, okay. no. I was gonna say, is he like? I, I, you you sold me. <laughs> you sold me on it because I've seen DDP yoga bring people back to life, basically. So I wouldn't have been surprised. New new. Wait, have you ever done DDP yoga? Never. Oh, dude, it's a lot of yoga poses with a lot of st uh, like static, uh, like static stretching and poses, but with dynamic movement. So you're like, because he has the things called, I don't know what it is, he's like, do the breathe in and then hook it out. <laughs> I got it. Oh, dude, maybe one day for a Patreon, I'll do, I'll do an hour of DDP yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Santi Zap. New, 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 new heat order. New, new, How are new, things new, new, looking? I feel like I'm oh, behind man, on we, wrestling, man. We, we are. We yeah. are on a lot of things. But the great things about the new, new heat order is that it's always based on the last slot of shows, the last week of shows. If you're new to the show, the new, new heat order is an established order created by me and Santi Zap, where we determine who has the buzz, who has the heat, who has the fun. And we last left off before the last POE. So there's a lot of shifting. Let me just go through uh, the last POE of fun that we had with new, new, new heat, new, 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 new heat order. And it was, we had LA Knight and the Bloodline, John Cena. Okay, LA Knight won. Bloodline 2, John Cena 3, Drew McIntyre 4, Jay and Cody, that's just showing you how old it is, Jay and Cody 5, 6, Rhea Ripley, 7, Jay Cargill, 8, Dominic, 9, Seth Rollins, 10, Ivar, 11, New Day, uh, 12, LWO, 13, Bronson Reed, 14, Nia Jax, 15, am I 15? Yeah, 15, Raquel, 16, Baszler, 17, Nakamura, 18, Street Business, 19, Evo Sky, 20, Becky Lynch, and then we have Sami Zayn, Kano, and Tozawa. So that's where we are, where we last left off, because we ran Dude, out of time. Dude, we put in Tozawa in as a meme. And Dude, <laughs> we, we read it. Yes. That's what I mean. The Ninu He Order knows all. So for this one, we're just going to wipe the slate clean, start anew, because we okay. missed on a lot. Who is the hottest guy in, or gal in wrestling today? It's it LA is. Knight. Let me hear you say it one more time. L. A night, yeah. La night. It's La night, yeah. That guy is heat magnet. A hundred percent, man. He's cooking right now. Um, he's not gonna win against Roman Reigns, but yes, he will. Yes, he will. That Paul Heyman segment proved to me that he's worthy, much worthy now, because Paul Heyman doesn't mess around with that much talent, and Paul Heyman put him over by doing the yeah. And then you're like, ah, shut up. <laughs> yeah, dude, I still I still think it should have been a number one contenders match with John Cena, and he should have beat John Cena. I think he needed a major win going into this. And, and, I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm willing to give the rub to your guy. I think he should have beat Cena. Granted, yes, but here's he's going to have to beat Roman. It's now or never for LA Knight. Do you it's really never. The answer is never. I no, like LA Knight. Going to happen, and then you know why it needs to be against Roman at the the Crown Jewel. Why? Because it's not canon. We talked about it a million times. <laughs> Crown Jewel doesn't matter. But let me give La Knight a belt, and then let him show up on Monday Night Raw with the belts, get the biggest pop of his life on that Raw and or SmackDown, wherever he wants to show up. I doesn't care. And by the time he can show up, yeah, wherever he wants, because he's the megastar. He shows up, gets that big pop, 
if he drops a belt, sure. If he drops it to shenanigans because of the bloodline, sure. Whatever. But that belt needs to get off of Roman because it's that time. We need that. We need some action with these belts, man. Because now they're meaning they're you're just holding on to the belt. You're doing nothing with the belt. You're becoming a Dean Ambrose with the United States title. Yeah, you're Who's, just becoming a prop, honestly. You're just becoming a prop. You're just that, you know, when you create a wrestler, you give him the belt, doesn't mean anything. Number two. Who's two? Who's hot? I think it's still the bloodline. Just the so entire bloodline. Yeah, like between Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns, everything that's going on, like Solo getting a John Cena rub here. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the entire bloodline. Where's John Cena? Is he three? I think it is. He is three. I think that uh, that razzle-dazzle, salmon suit style fake retirement really got to me. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Now, Rhea Ripley's been getting a lot of push lately. Does Mommy enter in four? No, I got, Lo I got Logan Paul at four. Ooh, I got Logan, Logan Paul at four. I still say this. We the last thing we left them off with, we talked about it, but we didn't put him on the list officially. But having him cut a promo on Rey Mysterio in a boxing ring and one of the biggest boxing events yeah. of the year. I love you, Logan, for that. Dude, to the to to um to put on my Sancho boots here for a second. You gonna uh, glaze Logan? I'm, okay. Not only am I gonna glaze Logan, but Logan Ooh. Paul. And yeah. Dominic Mysterio was like the mega powers oh, was, coming together. Cool. <laughs> I love it. It kind of reminds me, uh, it, back in the day, dude, a lot of the heels worked together, but they weren't in a faction. No. Yeah. They just worked together because they understood they were heels. They weren't like a league of whatever. They weren't a, uh, and by the way, I don't like Montez Ford as heel. It doesn't work for me. Not doing it for you? No. Okay. You know why? Because he deserves a single run as a face. I've been saying that for a while, but they're not going to pull the trigger on him yet. I don't know. I think it's inevitable, but because I've I got Montez Ford as a future world champion. I know, but it doesn't, he, he doesn't wrestle as a heel. doesn't look good. Doesn't I think he right. needs to demonstrate that he's got the ability to be, to have the reins to be a heel before yeah. the WWE can trust him near the top of the card. I think, I, I think they need, I think we need to let him simmer and see what he can do. I'm cold. I'm just saying I'm cold on her business and street, whatever. I'm, I, I'm I am too. I am too. I'm cold. I'm cold on it. Okay. Five. You mentioned Dominic. Is Dominic a five? No. I think that's Rhea. No. Okay. No. No. I think that's Drew McIntyre. Oh, love the segment he had. Yeah. Uh, with he, the, Everything he does with Seth is great, is gold right now. And he has a presence about him. Like, I'm drawn to the way he speaks, the way he emotes, yes. the way he just his just presence, his greasiness, his hairiness. Great match with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, and I love the angle of him. I've never seen an angle of a face getting healed, things done to him, and him being like, "I didn't want this to happen." And everyone's like, "Oh, you're on the what's wrong? You're now with Judgment Day." He's like, "No." <laughs> yeah, and uh, what was he? The I like his. Uh, sorry, folks, if you're hearing the dog, you think he hears a delivery driver, uh, Mister Dwayne the Dog Johnson. Please stop. Thank you. Uh, we're running a podcast here. All right, we're trying to make that money. We're trying to make those millions. Um, wh wh where were we? Where were we? Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. I love the petty segment that he had with Jey Uso. I was like, oh, did the bloodline cost you your match? Oh, that's so horrible. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> it's reminding me of old Drew. And if you, if you watch Drew, young Drew, I don't know how that dude, Pokemon, evolved into the Drew that we see I today. know, dude. He's like Charizard right now. <laughs> I know. Like, goodness Lord. All right. Does Seth Rollins is is he buddied up with Drew or is that is this where Rhea? Really no, 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 no. I think Seth Rollins is well below 
uh, Drew McIntyre at the moment, and he didn't even have a match. He was relegated to a sing what like yeah, just a Rhea backstage segment. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he really did that much. If I'm being okay. honest with you, is Rhea or Dom here? Oh, I'm trying to think of some of my other options. Um, I mean, if you want to, if you want to think about it, I mean, let me just run down the list of who. Uh, Eo Sky retained against Charlotte. That is a big deal. Bianca Belair big- coming back, but I, I don't know. Like Rhea, yeah, okay, all right. I, I can tell you're trying to steer me there, and that's what you want. I'm not. I'm and not. I'm, I'm not. Like, I don't. I don't like Mama Rhea boss me. I don't like Mama boss. I don't like it. It, she doesn't she doesn't come off as a manipulator. She's not. I mean, schemer. it worked in that five way how she got all the women to beat each other up. Yeah, but that's that's in the, the women's division. You know, which is she should be involved in more. Yes, that she should be involved in more. And that's what I'm uh, I'm just not. That's not my favorite version of Rhea. The best Rhea is 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 basically loving on Dom because that just makes yeah. everyone. You know so what? Mad. I'm out, I'm out on Rhea on this one. I'm putting Becky Lynch instead. Okay, not like that. Yeah. Becky Lynch over. Okay. She, I, I think to, I think she's so over with the with uh with the hardcore fans right now, especially with what she did with NXT, dropping the title, doing it clean, um, mm-hmm. defending the title twice a week on Raw and on NXT. Uh, yeah, she can do no wrong right now, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm excited what this means. Maybe opening her up for a Rhea Ripley feud. Number seven, I'm gonna go with Cody Rhodes. Based, based, based on audience reaction to him, he still has it. He has granted, it. Granted, I don't like the angle of him being hurt. Granted, I, dude, they're I, doing I, it again. I, I know. Again. That's what I'm saying. It's the worst angle that's happening right now. Like, let's hurt him so he's, quote, like, nerfed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, handicapped, going, yeah. Going into his POE against Damien, which doesn't make sense. Why just go up against Damien? But now, it's just... They're leaning hard into, like, Cody's a tough guy. He could wrestle through anything. He's going to walk out there limping. He's going to walk out there in a boot. I mean, he already seen him done it before with his arm in a sling, right-handed. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen that happen before. So, But I just think Cody still has it, and the people still woe him. Louder yeah, than no, I, I, I'm digging Cody Rhodes. I just don't love the, 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 the angle. angle. The angle. The I don't angle. love it. Now, granted, Sancho, Sancho. Yeah. If yeah. there's anyone that's earned that, it's him. The man wrestled with a torn peck. So if there's anyone that's earned it, it's him. I still don't like it. I still don't like don't it like as it. a plot telling device. I I will admit if anyone's earned that plot device, it's him. True. But that's the thing we've seen it time and time again. And we're seeing that when a wrestler does have a injury going into the match, they may not execute it right. I think Cody is going to. I mean, look at Seth Rollins with his back injury. That was po- that was so poorly executed. Let's just, let's just put tape on him, and that his back injury. Yeah, and his career's over. Oh, we'll put seven Cody. Okay, out of respect. Out of respect. All right. Okay, I'm okay with that. Does now Rhea or Dominic in an inter at eight? <sighs> I mean, let me read you some names. Maybe it will. Jog yeah, yeah. I, I still don't feel like Rhea's top ten right now. But you hit me. Hit All right. me. Hit me. All right. Here we go. On Monday Night Raw, we had what about Jay Uso? No main event J. No, not a fan of main event Jane right now. Cold not on feeling main it. Event I am cold on him. I'm cold. You know what's interesting? When he wrestles as a face, he wrestles more like The Rock. Well, he has the Rock spit move with yeah. the hand, and he has a lot of the Samoan faces in his yeah. repertoire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes back to yeah, yeah. He goes back to some roots for sure. Right. It's kind of interesting to me, but no, not at seven for you. Not okay. feeling it. 
Not Finn, not at eight. I'm sorry. Uh, let me just go down the list. Damien. What about Finn and Damien? Judgment Day. I mean, oh. uh, I, I'm my, more my inclined. Problem, my problem with Judgment Day is I'm getting cold that all their matches in with a interference. Like literally every well, yeah, that's been happening for like a year now. At this point, I think at this point it's death taxes in a in an interference oh. from somebody in the blood in not the bloodline, but yeah, also the bloodline. But uh, Judgment Day. I'm an idiot, Roman. Well, Roman is the bloodline. Oh, okay. Yeah, he we is. have. Yeah, yeah, he is yeah. the bloodline. Well, that was, I'll say so. Jay is not in the bloodline, so that makes sense. Okay. What about uh, Sami Zayn? Is Sami no. Zayn? No. Is uh, dude, you know what? See. You know what? Okay, I'm gonna give you a curveball. I'm gonna give you a curveball, right. and I want you to put them together. All right. I want you to put Adam Pierce and Nick Aldis. Ooh, the GMs. I, the GMs. Oh. They've been getting a lot of screen time. They're developing a heat that we haven't seen in the better part of over a decade. This like brand manager heat. Two segments. Two segments. Yeah, I'm down for it. I'm down to, to okay. include I, them I, I, okay. together, though. Okay. Together. Okay, yeah, the GMs, Nick and Adam. I like that because the, it's not a traditional brand split, but if Nick and Adam showed up to Survivor Series and they're like, this, these are my guys, these are my guys, let's have a match for whatever or kind of random mm -hmm. stipulation. And I like the idea they're both jockeying for the best show. It adds a little bit of it, and it, and it returns the show to a form where both shows are connected versus yeah. this raw this is SmackDown. Now there's them two or the connection, and we're going to have segments where a natural segment where a SmackDown person could show up, and then, you know, Nick comes in and goes, hey, yeah. what are you doing on that? I think it adds some great... Yeah, I think it gives it gives us uh, the out on the hard roster split because they're they're clearly never going to do it. They just refuse to. So if they're never going to do it, at least give us individuals that are driving an interesting plot to help justify why we have raw people on smackdown why we have smackdown people on raw uh and to help create a narrative while those uh brand sp brand splitty invasion things are happening i'm down okay. for it nine rhea ripley okay i gotta give her that all right we can go nine rhea ripley i gotta go with nine ripley and i'm gonna go with 10 dominic okay all right i mean dominic coming out with logan that was good mega powers Mega Powers is working, and Dominic is still having the the belts, rocking around, running around, doing his thing. I'm down. I'm in. I'm in. I'm down. I, at eleven, I'm gonna throw all the women, the 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 five way. I'm just gonna put that entire. Okay. All right. The five way. They're all working together. I think the match is gonna be a banger. Match. I think it can be. I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be a good match. On oh, I'm gonna throw another curveball. Okay. At eleven. No. At ten. Jade Cargill. Okay, you're still feeling it, eh? You're still feeling the the appearances. Okay, no, I'm I'm and not I'm not against it. I'm not against it. Every everybody in every comment section that I see that she appears in is just buzzing about her. She's the star power. She has a look. Are you concerned that they're setting her up for failure? No. No. Okay. No. All right. Because no, no, no. I there was this little cricket in the back of my head, just like, can she meet these expectations? Yes, she I think she, she can does. too. There's she just needs to have squash matches. Just give her squash matches. I think it's got to be against somebody big, though. I, I think her first her first squash match needs to be against a former like major champion. This is where Emma could have fit in. Or well, Bailey. I, and I still think I think Bailey's a great first squash. 
I think that's a great first squash, and I don't think it would damage Bailey because she's okay. she's just she's just a great character worker to be able to get out of that. You know, she'd have her snively heel promos afterwards. You know, like the classic Santino. You know, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I could totally see that. I don't think she should go after Charlotte yet. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Yet. I like the teases and I like the yeah. she's willing to. Yeah, Rhea, Becky, Charlotte. Are, if any of those matches are happening, the it needs to be at a mania. It needs to be at this year's mania. The first one of those matches needs to be mm-hmm. at mania. All right. At uh, at eleven, I'm going to put Dominic. Okay. Twelve, the five way. The f- okay. The rest of the women. Yep. Thirteen. New day. Ooh. I'm really feeling new day, man. You're nasty. I'm feeling new day, man. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Their 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 matches are cooking. Their move sets are cooking. They're looking crisp. They're looking fast. Uh, the tag team uh, match they had against Alpha Academy was really solid, and I'm enjoying Xavier Woods' move set now. And I'm ex- it's like there's a new fire underneath New Day, and I don't know mm. what it is. There's just something behind. They I feel like when they went to Australia, they feel rejuvenated. Like, like maybe they told them that there's something coming down the pipe for them. I think I just- know what it is, man. I think they work best when they've got a perennial rival. Think of like their time with the Usos, just constant Uso right. matches after Uso match. And no she one, no, yeah, yeah, no one ever went back and said, oh my God, New Day versus Usos again. I think they're having this renaissance with the Viking Raiders all over again. And, 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 and now bringing in DIY into the mix, bringing in Imperium and bringing in Alpha Academy as rivals. I think that's what they needed. I think they just needed a group of people that they they could constantly work. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. when they. That's when they gel the most. Personally, that's when they, they. It works for me. It works for me. Now, do you want fourteen Alpha Academy? Or no, 14? I got fourteen Bronson Reed. I got oh. Bronson before Alpha Academy. Okay, because Bronson's I, I cooking, was, dude. Uh yeah, he, I, and I like his uh, New Zealand vibe backstage. Like, yeah. hey man, I don't want to fight you type of vibe but now you're gonna get the horns type of thing right i like I kind it of, i kind of vibe with him and i i love his tsunami move it's it looks, it's the scariest move in wwe personally and it, but it looks so clean I though know, i know it, it just looks so majestic and it probably looks cool live you know i'm sure See, yeah man of mass on the turnbuckle and man tozawa took that he took that he, he took, took that oh, we'll talk about tozawa later the power 15th bianca Belair. okay yeah, major return, major return, major return, major run-in, right into, into the main event. I'm down. Okay, nice. Okay, 15 Bianca Belair. Now, where does Charlotte go? Uh, I was having this feeling while I was watching Charlotte Flair that she's at that moment where people are kind of tired of seeing her, but that's unfair to Charlotte because she's actually a great ring worker, and she's a great talent. She's a generational talent for the women's. As, being a Flair aside – She's actually fantastic, and I and I was I was falling back in love with her as Charlotte Flair, the Queen City Jewel. I'm gonna correct I, you. I'm gonna correct you. I don't think correct. people. I don't think people are tired of Charlotte. I think people are just tired of being forced to cheer Charlotte. People want to that's boo what her. I'm say. That's what I'm trying to tell you. She should be a I bad guy. No, I'm enjoying her. I, it reminds me of a Cena type vibe with her. Honestly, no, no, no. Dude, she's, 
She has a, just as many as belts as Cena. It's you, you not about not. that. She Cena. It about? It, it's about, it about the fact that she has always done her best in ring and character work when she's a bad guy. We are getting a nerfed Charlotte Flair right now. I'm not saying I just I want everyone to be a heel. It's just objectively true that you she do. is a better heel. You do. You want Carlito to be a heel. That granted, just makes sense. Granted, granted he is kind of lame just right now. With, I know. Carlito, I told you. He's like, just like, existing. Like, time out. Carlito, bro, you're part of LWO. Are you just late? Are you just Latin type late to the match? And you remember that you had to be out there? You ran out with a chair? Like, why don't you have that moment where you're out with everybody? And, oh, dude, that, that Rey Mysterio segment was like, uh, <laughs> Selena, no thank you. Uh, th thank you, but no thank you. I'll go out there by myself. <laughs> I gotta do this by myself. Like, all right, Ray. <laughs> but dude, his Batman mask is yeah, sick. it's so sick. It's so and sick. His Louis Vuitton vibe. But, okay, kinda... like, but you're already bored of Babyface Carlito. What's because they're not doing anything? That's because they can't do anything with him because it's Babyface Carlito. It doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. All I right, that's like having cherry flavored Reese's pieces. I will argue with you. It's because there's no tag team division for the LWO to work as a tag team. It's just because he's a good guy. I'm telling you. I'm Why telling have you. a with this? Why have a faction and just have a singles match between the faction? It makes no sense. Yeah. No. It's, I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. It doesn't make any and, sense. Um, and that's why I think Montez Ford is being wasted right now. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I just think that Carlito should just be a singles heel. It's what he should be, and and Charlotte should be a heel as well. Where does Charlotte go then? Is she at 16, or or is, is any of the women? Is any of, of Bailey, Io Sky? Charlotte Flair. I mean, Neo Oscar. Sky over Charlotte. I don't. I don't know how that's a discussion. She. 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 She's the champion, and she beat her without the promo work behind. Yes. But what? What Eo was? Sky. What was Charlotte's promo work? Charlotte doesn't need promo work for her right now. She's cooking as just her like her presence. Charlotte she's, could just she, be in the ring and have a presence over EO Sky. I mean, I mean, I guess she's cooking in the same way that boiled chicken is technically cooked chicken. I just, oh, I, wow. oh. <laughs> okay, okay, but does any of those women enter at least sixteen? I mean, we have names. Look, I'll do like, this for you. Okay, I think uh -huh. it should be EO Charlotte. We can do sixteen, seventeen. I just don't see how we can have EO below Charlotte right now. Dude, it just shows you that the, the the titles are in in the main show. The titles are meaning nothing. They're stagnant. Gunther's they are very very belt. stagnant. Yes, we haven't had we haven't had a Gunther appearance. Anyone from Imperium make this list? No, no, kind of, they're not really doing anything. Jordi Gargano, all love to you, bro. And D D Y whatever. D I Y. Really, Do it yourself. Whatever. Okay, just not. Eh. Not what feeling is it. this a Home Depot type promotion? Not sure. I like Dragon Lee a lot. I just wanted to point out it needs to be spent in the records. You know how sometimes they have like a, a court case and they just say something so it could be forever in the record? Sure. Dragon Lee's Titantron is amazing. It's so sick. And, and he walks out of the fire. Yeah. Dope. So <laughs> sick. Pretty lit. Um, where does Chelsea Green and Piper uh, Nevin go? Are they on this list? Oh, man. I mean, they had a fun appearance in NXT as uh, as the Little Red Riding Hood and the Wolf. They're going to have a match in next week's NXT. Um, I guess they beat Nikki Cross and Natalia. I love Nikki Cross thing, uh, dude. So some people are thinking that might be the start of the reinvigorated White. Either the Witches or White oh. Six. I would love it. Either I way, I like it. it. I like it. Um, I hope it leads to something. 
It needs to because it's, it was so bizarre and different. Different. Well, yeah. If you watch my my reaction on TikTok for it, at first when they announced when her Titan Tron hit and her music hit, I was like, okay, all right. And then she came you know, out. Yeah. And then when yeah, she yeah. wasn't doing the like crazy thing and she was just walking dead eyed, I was like, ooh, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in for a penny, in for a pound. I'm interested as to see what you're doing here. Uh, I'm more interested in. Nikki Cross, honestly, I think she was more Whoa. buzzworthy than 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 the than the rest of the women we just talked about there. Again, again, taking what you can and going running the ball with it. Yeah. With that, I'm going 19 Alpha Academy with Tozawa. You're so okay. So who's getting the rub here, though? I, the genuine oh. question, actual genuine question, not trolling or anything. Who's getting the bigger rub? Alpha Academy for being with Tozawa or Tozawa for being with Alpha Academy? Ooh. That's a genuine oh. question. I'm not trying to troll anybody or try or or, or or trying to inflame a fight, but they're they're both genuinely over. But one was on the rise and one was on its down downstream. So who's getting the bigger rub here? It is Alpha Academy. I think so because, too. Because Tozawa is getting all the attention beyond just what like he's a magnet yeah. and he you know what he put in a lot of work he jobbed for a lot of people and at the same time i feel that at least this puts a better taste in her mouth to be like where what it's doing what like it distracts us from gable that's yeah. what it does yeah now we're like oh whatever they do tozawa is gonna be a part of and i cannot wait to see what tozawa does and I think it is definitely the lifeline that Alpha Academy needed because that's I like the gimmick of, hey, I'm the coach. I'm going to teach you how to wrestle. I think they try to do it with Maxine. And mm -hmm. for some reason, they dropped that. I guess it wasn't working. I liked uh, it. The, I, I liked it, too. It. Yeah. So, so why not do it with Tozawa? I'm with you. And I think, and I think a Tozawa victory against Gunther is an Alpha Academy victory against Gunther. Okay. All right. I'm sold. All right. Let's, uh, let's put Alpha Academy and uh, Tozawa together. Who's 20? Who's the last spot? Yo, shout out to Tozawa for moving up a spot. Tozawa is like, slowly not moving only up. Just himself, but Alpha Academy. Uh, he, dude, spot. he carried Alpha Academy to the 19th spot. Ooh. Okay. We have. What are some options here for 20, the I last spot? We, we have. So, well, the good thing is we put everybody together because I think sometimes when wrestlers work together for a story, it, it should be like. You know what I mean? Is is Zoe Stark doing anything great? No, but collectively, 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 she is. I like this adjustment to new to the to the new new heat order. I mean, we have Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, Cameron Grimes, uh, Dragon Lee. We have who else? We have Bailey that we have on our list. We have Sami Zayn. We have Johnny Gargano. We already talked about it, and Seth Rollins. Planet appearance, Damian Priest. We don't have Judgment Day on this list. No. And it just shows me that we're getting colder and colder on Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Hmm. Mr. Money in the Bank. Bro. I know. We're getting cold on him. You're right. Um, okay. You know what I'll, what I'll, you know what I'll toss in here? All right. We haven't talked about him. Let's give some love back to Nakamura. All right. Oh, Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think... Um, uh, Previous week, he had that great false count anywhere match. He had a great back, uh, uh, the Yakuza style vignette. Another CM Punk reference with him. He's been using the GTS. He finished that promo with, I need to find the person that's going to set me free. CM Punk's interest theme 
the cult of personality is only you can set me free. So, I, I think it could happen. Punk versus Nakamura. I mean, or, we've never seen or, it before, and I I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It'd be a good first match for him. Yeah, and it would. And and considering that Nakamura's angle, and I would say I'm probably the first one to call this out, is that he's trying to test the inner strength and the inner resolve of all of his opponents. Mm -hmm. And that's what he said. He's looking for someone to pull something out of his opponents. And that's what's interesting about it. I like Nakamura here. I like his his promos. They're great. We I, I like that we don't know who he's targeting right now. I like that we, we it's just kind of this veil and that it likely means that next week he's just going to attack somebody random. And like that's the vicious Nakamura that should have won the World Heavyweight Championship. That's the I'm glad that they're continuing with this yeah. vicious Nakamura. Even if Our it's side, not at the main event level, I think it still works. Mid-card is cool. Mid-card uh, is cool. Side note, Logan Paul calling out Samantha. Oh, oh, that was great. I loved it, dude. It was such a slimy, grimy thing, and they're not even doing anything bad. They're just like, go ahead, just say my name and that I'm the new champion. And it's yeah. just like, oh, Logan, you're such a scumbag. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was, did you, did you, I thought it was weird that the kind of tone from cutting a babyface promo on Dylan Danis and then oh, swapping I, I, yeah, to yeah, heel yeah, yeah, yeah. as a little, well, a little bit jarring, but it, is it works for jarring. me. That's Logan in a nutshell, yeah. and I think, and I think what's interesting is poor Dylan. <laughs> he just <laughs> taking strays everywhere, dude. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I mean, granted, some say he deserves it the way he was behaving, but after that performance, he is getting buried like night after night. And I think it's like more like Logan saying, "I'm going to say this thing," and they're like, "Okay, Logan, you could do whatever you want to do, yeah. but long as you bring it back into the fold." And another interesting note of the new New Heat order: no Rey Mysterio, no LWO. It's a, the thing is, is that Rey Mysterio feels in, in like a video in the video. You said he's your top five wrestlers of all time. He is. And I can be critical. You can be critical of the things that you love. All right. Yeah. There's that, nothing that LA Knight does wrong. And it's the BFT. It is his finisher. <laughs> I was going to the, the back front taker is what it stands for. <laughs> for. I was just going to say, like, it just feels like uh, Rey is just. He's vehicle, just, right? he's a vehicle. He's, yeah. he just happens to be holding the title that would look great on Logan Paul. That's the only, oh, yeah. re it feels like that's the only reason that Rey Mysterio is there. It doesn't matter who's holding that title. It's just whoever happened to be holding that title is the person that Logan Paul would go up against at that moment in time. Man, if Logan runs around and calls himself the great American boy. I love it. Great American I love American, it. I mean, you would just you'd be like, oh, I hate you, Logan yeah. Paul. Yeah. The American and, but, hero. I, we talked about it before. If he turned that into a prime belt, that would even be better. Even it would be better. the most heel, most heel thing you could do to United States Championship belt. Is since, slap since, a the big spinner, since the spinner, since the spinner. How dare you, John Cena? How dare you? <laughs> that is a dude. Great Eagle, the Great Eagle belt, dude. <laughs> All uh, right, folks. A little wrap. You got LA Knight, one, two, Bloodline, three, John yes. Cena, four, Logan Paul, five, Drew McIntyre, six, Becky Lynch, seven, Cody Rhodes. Eight, Nick and Adam for the GMs. Nine, Rhea Ripley. Ten, Jade Cargill. Eleven, Dominic. Twelve, the five-way. Thirteen, New Day. Fourteen, Bronson Reed. Fifteen, Boston Bianca Belair. <laughs> I did say Bronson. You, you said Boston. No, I said Bronson Reed. No, I hit you said Boston, but okay. Uh, <laughs> 16, Eo Sky. 17, Charlotte. 
18 Nikki Cross, 19 Alpha Academy Tozawa, and 20 Nakamura. I think that's a wonderful list. I love that we added the GMs in here. I love that they're that they're that they're fair game. You gotta give them respect. Yes. Santi, take a, take, get out of here, Santi. Oh, that was a fun episode. Thank you very much for listening, whether it was on audio services or on YouTube. Make sure to leave us a like, a review. Our reviews on, on Spotify are popping off, so thank you folks for doing that. Uh, Sancho, where where can the people find you these days? I'm here at Sancho West and all things. Now, great news is, because Twitch allows us to simulcast on all things, I am now on YouTube and Twitch at Sancho West live every day and on TikTok. I don't think I've had your YouTube in the description. Eh, it's okay. It's I've been having your channel. other ones. I've been having, it's okay, but it's- That has a, it's like 130, it's like a empty house. It's like an abandoned okay. asylum. You're looking at it like, wow, this used to have greatness, but it's now it's- Oh, we're going to make Sancho's YouTube channel great again with the simulcasting. Go check it out, folks. Sancho's a great dude. He's a he's a fine fella. You can find me over on Twitch.tv slash SantiZap. And no Jey Uso on the list. I'm, I'm just sorry. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah, no Jey Uso. I, I just wasn't feeling him, sir. I wasn't feeling him. Uh, I'm also going to be simulcasting on YouTube starting this Friday. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. Uh, thank you very much for watching this episode. If you've been supporting us on Patreon, thank you a little bit extra more for tossing us a couple extra bucks appreciate you take care everybody be wonderful people and do something nice for somebody cheers <laughs> i still haven't hit and recorded you're just dancing still